0: Good morning and welcome to this recorded service for Sunday, the 26th of July 2020, which is the seventh Sunday after Trinity. My name is Peter Walker, and in today's service we include a sermon by Fritha Middlemiss, uh, hymns recorded by the St. Martin Singers, uh, Bible readings read by John Alexander Head, and prayers led by Anne Gibbs. Alongside this recorded service, our group of churches is continuing to produce a family-focused video service from the team at St Matthews, and also from this week forwards, we will have some limited reopening of our church buildings. See our church website for more details. So, uh, this morning, our Gospel reading reminds us of the tremendous treasure, that is, the Kingdom of God. We begin with the hymn, God of Grace and God of Glory. What God has prepared for those who love him, he has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything. Therefore let us in penitence open our hearts to the Lord, who has prepared good things for those who love him. We say together, Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, We confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole hearts. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been. Help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be. That we may do justly. Love mercy and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. May the God of love and power forgive you and free you from your sins, heal and strengthen you by his Spirit, and raise you to new life in Christ our Lord. Amen. The Collect for the Seventh Sunday of the Trinity. Generous God, you give us gifts and make them grow. Though our faith is small as mustard seed, make it grow to your glory and the flourishing of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
1: A reading from the letter to the Romans, chapter 8. In the same way, The Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes with the saints in accordance with God's will. We know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. What, then, shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own Son begave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who is he that condemns? Christ Jesus, who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword... neither height nor depth, nor, any, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew, starting in chapter 13. He told them another parable, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all your seeds, yet, when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and perch in its branches. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure, hidden in a field, When a man found it, he hid it again and then in his joy and went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net. That was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age the angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore, every teacher of the law who has been instructed about the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storium new treasures as well as old. this is the gospel of the lord praise to you o christ
2: in the name of god father son and holy spirit what is your treasure your pearl of great price the hidden buried gold for which you would sell sacrifice give up everything Far from developing my intellectual life during lockdown, I found myself recently watching an ancient episode of Foyle's War. In it, the curator of an art museum stole a hugely valuable statuette from the collection he had care of. In the story, he was, of course, found out and disgraced. When asked why he'd taken it, since he could look at it all the time at work, he said he'd never wanted to sell it, his soul just longed to possess this utterly lovely thing and to know that it was his. He did indeed sacrifice everything for it. Jesus's characters, the merchant and the treasure finder, have the same complete recognition of what is of ultimate value to them. But what they want is God's kingdom of love and justice and peace and joy. When I find that and recognise its value, rather than keep it for myself, I will not want to hoard it, like the curator, but to share it, and to spread God's love around. There are some human loves and desires that give us a glimpse of the joy that fully knowing God would bring. In his teens, my nephew thought he might like to become a musician, so we introduced him to a godson who plays in a professional orchestra. The godson didn't talk to him about needing particular qualifications or going to certain colleges. He just said, You'll do it if nothing else will do for you, if you simply must do it. Similarly, someone exploring her vocation to be a nun was struggling desperately with her desire to be married and have children. And there was a beloved man in the picture. But one day in chapel, she just knew She said, my mind fell into one pleat, and the nunnery it was. Neither of these vocations was going to be easy, and a great deal would have to be sacrificed, even when the joy of the right thing had been discovered. In seeking God's treasure for me, a lot of the time I'm in the dark. I've had some wonderful glimpses, but often that's all. Paul understands that. Don't worry, he says. You don't know what to ask for, but God's Spirit does and is doing your asking right now. What you would ask for if you knew how to express it, says Paul, is to know that you are loved completely, inalienably and forever with a love that even a pandemic and all the fear and suffering and hardship and grief that goes with it cannot destroy. God had plans for you from the beginning. God's only son was never intended to be an only child. God's nurseries were prepared for vast numbers of children, and God knew that the children's behaviour would be such that the nursery surfaces would have to be wiped clean, and still wasn't put off. Despite all our faults and the problems we create, We are God's choice. So never believe a word of it if someone tells you that God's love is conditional on what you do or what you believe. You are God's adopted child and God never regrets the adoption. Nothing that you do wrong and nothing that is hard for you and nothing that is going wrong in the world is a sign that God has gone away. To turn the parable around... You are God's pearl of great price. God died to keep you because you give God so much joy. When you learn to bask in such utter love, then you will have found your treasure, your vocation, your peace and your joy. Amen.
0: we sing the hymn, King of Glory, King of Peace, I Will Love Thee.
3: Father for your great love for us and your goodness to us we know you always want the best for us and we trust that you will guide us and provide for all our needs, sometimes not always in the way we think Holy Spirit be with us now and help us to pray and intercede for others we pray for all those countries in the world struggling to cope with the coronavirus epidemic and particularly the effects on the poor and the homeless. We continue to pray that this virus will be contained and that a vaccine and new medications to treat the symptoms will be discovered. We pray for those who are lonely because they continue to shield and stay indoors. Be with them and give them peace, and when restrictions lift next week, give them courage and wisdom, to venture outside again. We lift to you those who are mourning, especially difficult without the love and support of all friends and family at this time. We pray for those known to us who are sick and for your supernatural healing. We are so grateful for all those workers and carers who look after them, and pray that their dedicated work will continue to be recognised and rewarded. We are thankful and happy that at last we are able to meet in small groups in church again and we pray for our protection as we do that and for the preparations that need to be put in place. We also pray for those who are struggling because of losing their jobs our financial uncertainty at this time. Help us to be aware of this and be a part of their support and providing for their needs. Finally, help us to turn to you, our loving Father, in whatever circumstances we find ourselves this week, to give you thanks and praise and bring to you our concerns and prayers, knowing that nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.
0: As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Our final hymn is, O Jesus, I have promised. The Father, whose glory fills the heavens, cleanse you by his holiness and send you to proclaim his word. Amen. The Son, who has ascended to the heights, pour upon you the riches of his grace. Amen. The Holy Spirit, the Comforter, equip you and strengthen you in your ministry. Amen. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen.